You are the people in history they warned us about! Pay attention! <laughs> Get ready, it's time for the Other American View podcast. Today's special show, the 10 absolute worst NFL teams since expansion by Athlon Sports. Get ready, buckle up, and let's go for a ride. So while the other American view is still traveling, we promise we'll get back to our sarcastic headlines and commentary. But in the meantime, we hope you're enjoying our specials. So today's show, we have the 10 absolute worst NFL teams since expansion. Let's run through this and let us know what you think. Coming in at number 10, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 1-15. So it goes on to say it was the offense that saved the Jags from a spot in the top five as Doug Marone's team was the only on our list to break 300 points. Goes on to say we can do an analytical deep dive to determine which team was actually the worst in the NFL during this particular season and there's a fair argument to be made the New York Jets were a weaker team in several areas. But the simple matter of the fact is the Jaguars finished with just one victory and lost 15 straight. Every other one-wit club finished among the five worst teams on our list, and the Jags are comparable statistically. Coming in at number nine, the 2010 Carolina Panthers at 2-14. and 14. They were 32nd in offense and 26th in defense. The Carolina Panthers skipped the growing pains that come with expansion by winning seven games in their first season in 95 and making it to the NFC Championship game in year two. However, the Panthers hit a few rough patches, such as a 1-15 2001 campaign and a 2-14 record in 2010 that included a franchise worst 212 differential and an 18-year low of 196 points scored under the direction of quarterbacks Jimmy Clausen, Matt Moore, and Brian St. Pierre. That triumvirate managed to combine for 21 interceptions and just 9 touchdowns. Of course, looking on the bright side, the Panthers were able to secure the number one overall pick in the 2011 draft to use on a quarterback Cam Newton, who won league MVP honors in 2000. 15 and took the franchise to Super Bowl 50. Coming in at number 8, the 2011 St. Louis Rams at 2-14. and 14. After arguably the two worst seasons in franchise history in 2008 and 2009, the Rams managed to win seven games in 2010, but quickly collapsed again the following year. The 2011 Rams were again plagued by one of the worst offenses in the NFL, finishing dead last in scoring offense at 12 points per game and 31st in overall offense at 286 yards per game. The St. Louis offensive line allowed a league-high 55 sacks, and the Rams managed just nine touchdown passes and seven rushing scores all season, both of which ranked dead last in the league. Also, second-year quarterback Sam Bradford was lost for the final six games of the season due to injury. Coming in at number seven, the 2009 Detroit Lions at 2-14, 27th offensively and 32nd defensively. The 2009 Detroit Lions actually showed modest improvement, most noticeably on the scoreboard. The Lions snapped their nine 
19-game losing streak with a 19-14 victory over Washington in Week 3, and then picked up a thrilling 38-37 victory over the Browns in Week 11. Detroit showed modest improvement on defense, though the unit still finished last in the NFL in both scoring 30.9 per game and total defense 392 yards per game, and also posted a league-worst minus 18 turnover margin. Rookie quarterback Matthew Stafford showed flashes of talent that would help Detroit make the playoffs two years later, but the number one overall pick in the 2009 draft suffered a season-ending injury in Week 11, and the Lions finished the year on a six-game losing streak with Stafford on the sidelines. Coming in sixth, the 2008 St. Louis Rams at 2014, 31st in offense and defense. In 2008, the Rams were blown out of each of their first four games by an average score of 37-14. Things improved with back-to-back wins Week 6 and 7, but St. Louis lost 10 straight to finish the season. This team was equally bad on both sides of the ball, ranking last in both scoring offense and having just scored 19 offensive touchdowns all season and scoring defense 29.1. Making matters worse, St. Louis offense allowed seven defensive touchdowns, which is tied for the most in the NFL. Second franchise to appear on this list twice, Cleveland. 2008 St. Louis Rams produced the worst season in franchise history, but were only setting the stage for an even more disastrous 09 campaign. Coming in at 5, 2016, Cleveland Browns 1-15. In 2016, the Browns came dangerously close to becoming the, just the second NFL team to finish the season 0-16, following 14 consecutive losses to begin the season, which sealed a ninth straight losing campaign for the franchise. Cleveland finally broke through with a 2017 victory at home over San Diego in Week 16, but a loss to the hated Steelers in the season finale sealed a franchise-worst 1-15 campaign. However, despite such historically bad results in the win column, it's worth noting that the Browns played better than their record would indicate. Cleveland played one of the toughest schedules in the league and fought hard in several losses, including three by less than a field goal. Still with only a single victory, the Browns were a lock for this list. Coming in at number 4, 2007 Miami Dolphins at 1-15. The only franchise in NFL history to complete an undefeated season, the Dolphins nearly came the first team since 76 Tampa Bay Bucks to go winless for an entire year in 2008, escaping the fate thanks to an overtime victory over the Baltimore Ravens in Week 15. Miami surrendered a franchise record 437 points and ranked 30th in the league in scoring defense. The offense struggled mightily as well under a trio of quarterbacks, Cleo Lemon, John Beck, and Trent Green that combined to throw just 12 touchdown passes all year. Coming in third, the 2009 St. Louis Rams at 1-15. The Rams reached some of their highest highs following the move from Los Angeles winning Super Bowl 34 and losing on professional football's biggest stage two years later, but the franchise also suffered through their fair share of embarrassing seasons in St. Louis as well. The Rams looked nothing like the greatest show on turf in 2009, having ranked dead last in scoring offense at 10.9 per game. St. Louis managed just 175 points all season, which was 35 points more than the 1992 Seattle Seahawks, the worst scoring offense in league history. One of just four teams since 2002 to win one or fewer games, the Rams threw 21 interceptions and just 12 touchdowns and were shut out twice, scoring 10 or fewer points on nine occasions, and were outscored by 261 points over the course of the season, a franchise record. Coming in at number two, the 2017 Cleveland Browns at 0 
0-16. The Browns were winless, which guaranteed them one of the top two spots on the list. But when looking through the results of the season and the stats team produced, there was really no question that Cleveland's most disappointing single season was better than our number one choice. Prior to Week 17's loss to the Steelers, the Browns had several opportunities to win. In fact, Cleveland actually posted a 4-0 record in exhibition games, which is notable only for the peculiar contrast the performance provided to the regular season. The Browns played Pittsburgh tough in Week 1, but fell 21-18 after the Steelers ran out the final 336 following a fourth-quarter TD pass from Deshaun Kaiser to Corey Coleman. Two weeks later, Kaiser led Cleveland on a comeback charge against the Colts, throwing a TD pass and running for a score to cut the Indianapolis lead to 31-28, but the rookie couldn't cover the 91 yards in 23 seconds, and his final pass was intercepted to drop the Browns to 0-3. The Browns lost 17-14 to the Jets to fall to 0-5 and fell 12-9 to the Titans in overtime to drop 0-7. Statistically speaking, the Browns were far from terrible, led by a unit that ranked number 7 in the NFL in rushing defense at 97 yards per game allowed, the second yards allowed per carry 3.4. Cleveland ranked in the top half of the NFL in total yards allowed per game, making the Browns the only team on the top 10 list to finish better than 15th in the league in either total defense or offense. Cleveland also showed promise moving the football, ranking 24th with 208 yards per game. However, a league-worst 28 interceptions halted several potential scoring drives and set up the opposition with far too many short fields. As a result, Brown scored the fewest points in the league and allowed more than all but one other team. And coming in first, the 2008 Detroit Lions at 0-16. The 2008 Detroit Lions are no longer the unquestioned number one team on the list simply because of the big fat ugly zero they put in the win column, but they retain the top spot nonetheless. The first NFL team to go winless since the league expanded to 16 regular season games suffered primarily because of a defense that ranked dead last in points and yards allowed as well as interceptions. Flirted with the NFL record for the most points given up in a single season, the Lions of avoided this embarrassing distinction by a mere 16 points. The offense wasn't much better, ranking 27th in the league in scoring, number 30th in total offense, and allowing 52 sacks, which was more than all but one other club, while rotating five quarterbacks that combined for a 71.3 passer rating with 19 interceptions. Because of the 2017 Browns, 2008 Lions have company in the modern winless club. However, not only does Detroit's worst team have a case as the worst since 2002 expansion, these infamous lines are arguably the worst team in NFL history. So there you have it. What do you think? Do you think the list is correct? Now the NFL is going to be going to 17 games. So will somebody go 0-17 and surpass these teams? Only time will tell. We'll see if somebody does go 0-17. It'd be pretty hard. Then again, we thought 0-16 was going to be difficult, but look what happened. Thank you for listening. Go to theotheramericanview.com and let us know what you think about this list. So that's going to do it for today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Please go to theotheramericanview.com and send us your feedback. And remember, if you want to be on the show and have an email read, just send us an email through theotheramericanview.com. You want to come on the show and voice your view, have a rant, again, theotheramericanview.com, as well as if you want to debate a guest, please send us an email. And for this show to have continued success, please go to Patreon, The Other American View, and see what tier is right for you. Please go to Twitter and follow us. And wherever you're listening to our podcast, please like us. Again, tell all your friends and spread the word. There's a podcast out there for you and your voice. The Audience Participation Podcast, The Other American View. (laughs) 